you're listening to the seventh reel this week food <laughs> food trap how do you pronounce it yusuf uh, i i think it just means beautiful travel i don't know <laughs> bill travail bill travail i'm sorry I, my french is oh, terrible a 1999 french it. film directed by claire denis i know and white material see this one isn't in french so i can just say why that. isn't it um, a 2009 french? film directed by claire denis. yeah why why is why does one get to just stay french and the other it's french for good work mm-hmm. well yusuf this was your pick Elaborate, please. Well, um, I like her movies, and uh, mm-hmm. they're always like interesting visually, and in in a way that I think is like mm-hmm. very unique. Like not like just it's it's almost like weirdly like random. But uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. so I wanted to watch more of them. So this was why. What do you think? Well, I I really uh, like really really enjoy her whole like thing. I think it just it captures like yeah. Africa very well, and it captures like yeah. the influence that France has had on it, and and kind of yeah. people stuck in between those two worlds. No, I was, I was just about to say I find it interesting how in the one that it's all about the soldiers, there is no war. Mm. But the one that's not about like, like I find that interesting. It was way more violent. Way more violent and way more bleak. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm eating pomegranate. <laughs> okay. Michelle, what did you think? It's like the noisiest fruit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I regret taking the, the food. Bowl. Okay, I'm sorry. Stop. I'm trying to get out. I can't just spit it out now. <laughs> swallow the seed. Just okay, swallow it. Done. Swallow all of it. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I I mean I feel like it wasn't in the best like headspace and energy levels to watch either of them because mm-hmm. I was just like tired and exhausted mm-hmm. watching both of them and they feel like movies you need to like be calm and present to watch so I feel like my experience is maybe but like the one that's not white material mm-hmm. the other one yeah, yeah. what on earth was that about nothing happened I well no yeah yeah that that's true. <laughs> I I do get that. Like I was yes. I was definitely like if I was in a better mood, I would have enjoyed these way more and had more patience with them. But that being said, that movie I think it's about him secretly like having a relationship with his superior, like the guy like that they're lovers and then this mm-hmm. other guy comes in and he's jealous of him because when he's like say hi to the colonel for me stuff like that like it's all insinuated and uh it's just like oh hurt locker i think that makes so much sense like also her, yeah her locker but way more yeah gay. yeah um, that's what i so that i thought this was one of the games like i was like wow this entire is just a, and i love how it never sh- yeah and it skirts around a lot yeah yeah but it doesn't it's always like sub like subtext and you all had to cl- you had to clue it in yeah, all the exercises and the dancing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I thought that was. What did you think about the sh- the shots of the woman dancing? I thought it's like it's interesting because they're always like they become more isolated just within the frame. Like it's only just a woman, and it, it, the way it's shot, like they're you're looking at them dancing, like the camera, the way it's laid yeah. out, and there's this distance right from them. Mm-hmm. I th- I thought that was like kind of the int- I, I wasn't sure what the intent was, but I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, I definitely do agree. There's like a distance, but I. I I attributed that to also like him being not from the same culture and stuff. 
Right. Oh, yeah. Both of them beautiful movies. I, I thought Boo Travail. Travail. I'm just, I'm just going to pronounce it differently each time I say it. I, I loved it very... I, I loved it visually. Mm-hmm. There's this sense, there's this patience and almost rhythm to the way like oh, their day to day it flows like like this mm-hmm. beat. Oh, they do the exercises, they dance, and it's kind of well. I loved the exercises and the stretches and stuff like that. It was it felt like a performance, like a, a you know a ballet or something. Mm-hmm. And also a fantastic final. Dance. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the amazing. Was That's so what I'm talking about. Where it feels like baller. really random, but also like perfectly just tonally. I don't know, hits the mark, yeah. Makes sense, yeah. It, it, it's like, oh, of course, like, this is what he sees, you know. It's heavily implied what he does. But the other movie is a lot more explicit with what is trying yeah, to say. Yeah, it's a lot more, like, traditional beginning, middle, and end sort of thing. What a bummer. Both of these movies are bummers, but this one, Jesus Christ. Uh, Isabelle Huppert being a, just, like... Mm-hmm being very unreasonable throughout the entire movie and effectively getting her entire family killed. Well, I think it's sort of about greed, though, because when the other guy's like, mm. uh, it's not the same thing, I can't start over. He, and she's like, yeah, I know how you feel. Yes. It's like, no, you just don't want to, you know, have... You just don't want to yeah. give it up. And yeah. I feel like most people in her shoes, even myself, like, I think... But I don't know, maybe I'm too cowardly, but I think greed trumps a lot of other things. You're like, well, maybe, maybe I can get away with this. Maybe, but... And that sequence in the beginning with the soldier, um, is like when he explicitly says to her, said to her, like, you're the reason why, like, everything is corrupt around here. Like, you're the reason why everything's... And she just so... Because she's just coming up with excuses why she bribes, yeah. like, the literal bandits. Like, no, just... You just had to bribe, you just had to give him 100 you know that's but you're the one keeping them yeah, around you're by paying just them. setting it up for but you. i i do kind yeah, of get her them. dilemma because she's sort of stuck in between both worlds right and she's she doesn't know a mm. life in france doesn't really belong there but she uh, in kenya i think that is where it is and the mm. other one's in Djibouti, right? Yeah. But, yeah, so so I, I do kind of, like, feel like you have empathy for her because she's in between these worlds. She's really lost. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have, like, a, a home there. And when she criticizes, like, uh, the uh, the French army leaving and she's like, oh, these white trash people, they can't even appreciate the land and they're all nouveau mm-hmm. riche, you know, yeah. stupid people. So she's kind of not accepted in both sides of the world. And you kind of feel for her, like, oh, she's not just clinging on for just greed. Like, it paints a very nuanced p- portrait of, of this challenging mm-hmm. time for the woman. And her inability to do, to reckon with her identity, I guess, is reflect, is manifests with her mm-hmm. son, who goes full taxi driver once he get, gets embarrassed by kids. And it was very funny. I was like, oh, he's just doing that. Okay, great. With the tattoos. That was really and that was really sad to see like him like just, just and that's and there's that i thought very beautiful sequence where she's just smoking pot with like the mayor and the mayor's like you fucked up with this like you you complete like you gave up you didn't finish the job of raising him and therefore you raised like this this man with no identity who doesn't belong anywhere and now is feral mm-hmm. i suppose why did you think she killed her father-in-law at the end i didn't quite yeah you know i i've my best guess is that he was uh, just like she she was angry that her son got killed because he decided mm-hmm. to be like no no this is actually where we live and this is our home and 
kind of like egged her on yeah i mean we don't do we get much of a backstory like was he the one who bought them there in the first place i think he said something there was a comment thrown where he's like uh this is where i've lived all my life and this is where i'm comfortable when he was Mm -hmm. sick in the hospital and then he said it's all yours everything is yours it's Uh but we don't really get like an explicit you know reason well maybe it's like him blaming him if she grew up in france and then he brought her there Mm. with his son and then also like Mm -hmm. just historic colonialism blaming him for that i don't know no maybe yeah i like the i I love how their house the plantation becomes this like focus point between both sides like they all converged there for the for, for the end yeah, the, the child soldiers like they take they took it over and it kind of feels a bit like the the Lord of the Flies where it's like this lawless wasteland. But then they all get brutally murdered. I did not expect the amount of child murder that would be present in the last ten minutes of this movie. But that was brutal. Yeah. I didn't. I haven't seen her. I I I guess I've I, I, I've only seen High Life, but I haven't seen her more uh, other more intense movies. So I wasn't. I did not expect a level of violence <laughs> yeah what do you th- in terms of seeing this all as like a critique of colonialism like you said i want i really want to know what you think like which one which film do you think articulates it a little bit better i'm like to you i think white material is more, way more explicit mm-hmm. and the other one's more about like the experience of being a mm. you know a soldier and that so it's the other side of it right. and white material does still have like a, a perspective that's you know rooted in in Fra- like like she is a french woman and she has to go through this mm-hmm. and i honestly just anyone who's lived between two countries knows how, how weird it feels mm-hmm. like I'm, i bet you have the same experience arvin where it's like you go back home and it mm-hmm. feels weird and then you go back to the place you were and it feels even weirder and you're like well where do, where do i where, where is my space you know michelle do you feel the same way now that you're living here in canada wait what do you mean i zoned out like the sense <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna eat my we're talking about the dis- this displacement of like living between two countries oh i see like you don't I mean, I don't feel it that much, but I see it within, like, people who have lived in Canada for a long time. Mm-hmm. They still cling to whatever identity their original family claimed to. Like, people who've been there for hundreds of years still call themselves English or Italian. <laughs> and just flippantly be like, yeah, I'm English. And I was like, Michelle, like, one person has no, done this. No, but people at work do it as it's well. Still yeah, it's still amazing. Yeah, because... And they, then they, before they hear my accent, they're like, oh, so you've done a DNA test? It's like, I was born in England. But because the amount of people who've told me they've done DNA tests to prove that English is at least five at this point. <laughs> that's very funny. You know, that's, why does it matter? Like now that you've been, you've been here for so long. I think long, they don't so. want to acknowledge that they were like, they are technically part of colonialism, but they want to detract away from it. No, it's just they don't want to be boring. They were they don't want to be like yeah they don't yeah. Be like, yeah i'm canadian i want to be from somewhere yeah you don't want to keep saying you're just from brampton because you can't be canadian unless you're native so i guess it's all yeah, that's the true, guilt i guess too. <laughs> it's like oh i'm actually from this place but yeah <laughs> i'm from um, the tribe of 
Brampton. <laughs> I'm from the square one. <laughs> from the square one yeah. tribe. Yeah. Um, we're alienating yeah. our audiences here for those who aren't familiar with Ontario geography. But still, yeah, I, I told. Well, I think it's just important that we cling on to something, right? Identity, which is, well, maybe bring it back to the movie. Um, what the son ended up doing is trying to claim the identity of the, the the rebels, right? He's trying. I think there was the implication that it's like your son is like half black. You raised him like that, and therefore, mm-hmm. like he doesn't know what he is because his, he, there is a very big drastic change in his character. Um, I'm just trying to see like it's does it all just been stem from being humiliated by the mm-hmm. child soldiers, but he ends up joining them or and leading them to his family storage to basically sack his own home. Wow. I don't understand what happened to him. Did they burn him alive? Is that what happened? I think they just, like, they they saw, they burned it, and they didn't save, they burned a compound, and they didn't save him. So he just got trapped, like, burned Mm. in there. That was one eerie-looking charred corpse. I wasn't expecting that that close. That was, whoa. I was like, Jesus, that looked pretty real. My God. Yeah. Do we have anything more to add? No. I think I'm good. All right. Shall we take a break? Let's do it. Let's uh, rate them up. You said you go. Do you, do you have a? Uh, you have it locked in. I think I'm gonna go four, to the one that's not white material. Botravai, <laughs> botravai. And three to one what's white material. Cause that one, although it has no plot, it's uh, it's a bit weirder, and I I kind of enjoyed that. It's just the ending as well was like really captivating. Hmm. I would have to agree with the same rating. Although I, I thought it was the white material was a v- very fun change of pace. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, so she can make something with like escalating stakes mm-hmm. and very frantic third act. But I loved the languidness of good work in French, beau um, travail. And I thought that visually it was more striking and had better location. Djibouti looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to be next to that ocean. Um, Wanna be in Djibouti. Yeah. Djibouti. Wanna be in Djibouti. Michelle, what are your ratings? I think four to white material and three to the other one. Hmm. Yeah. It's because something happens. <laughs> Some things do happen. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. it. Alright. That brings us to what we've been watching this week. Um, Yusuf, I just want to announce to you, we've watched uh, that 90s show, the what? You decades, sent me a message. late I was revival. Like, weird. Why? Why is, did he even check that? I know. I just, I just, I just thought about it because um, show it was really bad, right? We got to be honest with ourselves. It wasn't great. It felt like exactly like uh, the old show, but like mm-hmm. in a bad way because it's dated, but it's new. Kind of look. It's even though it's trying to be like 90s. Uh, it's, it's but this feels like an artificial recreation of like the type of jokes that you will maybe find but it doesn't have any of the, I don't think any of the kids have the chemistry mm. or just natural charisma to really pull anything off yeah um, 
Ashton Kutcher's minute-long cameo brought more energy to the table so than like who's back? any of the younger cast. It's Everyone's back, except for the uh, guy who got canceled. <laughs> Guy's on trial the, for the, the rape. jacket guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 so what happened? Yeah. Is that what you did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much got canceled. It might be hard for him to make an appearance. <laughs> the Scientologist guy on trial for the, yeah. Oh, he's a Scientologist too? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, double whammy. Yeah, he didn't come back, but everybody else came back, but just for like the first episode mostly. Yeah. The rest of it is just like, it's nice to see the two of the, the older parents. It's just nice to see them, and you're clearly having fun. So, so it's so watching for them, them and the kids. Yes, mm. and the new kids, none of old who are old, pretty bad. That'll be, I guess, interesting. But I don't know. I don't have mm. the energy to try and watch it. Michelle, what did you watch on the plane? Nanny McPhee. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, they had like before. <laughs> they had before sunrise. Didn't work. Everything I wanted to watch. They had the new Downton movie. Didn't work. Nothing worked that was good. So that's all I watched. And I'm then sorry. I fell asleep. That's right. We watched the new Nicholas Wanning reference show. We watched like three episodes what, of What's it. it called? Copenhagen Cowboy. Oh, yeah. And is it good? It's, it's, it's all right. It's very, 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 very slow. But that's by design. It almost feels like he's like intentionally fucking with you. Um, which he probably is. If you, because I think it's paced more like a six-hour movie, like a continuous okay. experience, as opposed to like you know appointment television, which isn't which isn't the point of Netflix in the first place. But still, eh, it's I I will keep maybe keep watching it, but I don't have like that urge to go like oh I need to keep I want to see what happens next. Oh, I see. Mm. Have you watched anything? I think I watched actually I I just I've been just watching old Thirty Rock episodes. And that's about <laughs> it. I watched half of that movie, Greed, the new Steve Coogan movie. Uh, Greed? Yeah. Is it any good? It's pretty funny. I just watched half of it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, it's funny. It's like a biopic about a, g- a guy who's a fashion designer. It's like, uh, not a fashion designer, like mm-hmm. a Trump kind of character but like the Zara <laughs> guy or the H&M guy, you know, he owns like one of those fast fashion brands and he's mm-hmm. trying to throw like a big birthday party to rehabilitate his image after like some court hearing thing. So it's it's kind yeah. of like a funny satire. It's fun. So I'm glad. Are they, good, are they good jokes in it? Yeah, there are some of these good jokes. Good. There's that guy from People Just Do Nothing in it so that's that was a nice cameo mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'm gonna finish it tonight probably sounds good i like that show people i only seen like the first season people just do nothing it's so um, good it's, funny. it's so funny yeah dj michelle have you do you have do we have anything else to add i want to no. watch that show again it's so good all right, well, next week, what okay. are we watching? Well, no, we are recommendations. Don't try oh, to get this oh, one past yeah, me. Yeah, you yeah. guys have a lot of the recommendation lined up. <laughs> okay. I, I have one locked in. All right. I have no idea oh. what to recommend. <laughs> Can I say Blood Diamond? Because that's bad taste. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah, sure.
Blood Diamond. Uh, I have one. I want to say, I have one. Yeah. I want to say Sam Mendes' uh, Jarhead <laughs> about the Iraqi war, really? about the Marines. It's it's like because because it's like a war movie where no war really happens and it's kind of more about like the boredom of like what are we even doing here <laughs> and like going insane from boredom and it's shot beautifully Roger Deakins shot it um, I think it's one of Sam Mendes' strongest films but it's kind of overlooked now and yeah I recommend that Jake Gyllenhaal's really good in it yeah oh nice um, I want to recommend The Master I think ooh for some reason. The one that wasn't white material <laughs> reminded me of the master. It's the ocean. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it. I think it's the way he shoots the ocean, like the texture. And also, he had like cat. a Freddy Quill sort of vibe. The guy is mm. wandering the lost. Yeah, yeah. Place, so. Oh, he, uh, do you recognize him? I, if, um, he's in a lot of uh, the Star Trek, Leo Kra, the guy who did Annette with Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. He's in a lot of his films. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool to see him play like a military sword because he's usually insane mm-hmm. in other movies. Um, it is good. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that brings us to what we're going to be watching next week. It's my turn to pick. And uh, we're finally going to go into it. We're going to watch Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans, um, his movie about himself. Mm-hmm. They get to do that. He gets to do that. I feel like if anybody gets to do that, it's him. Um, so. Just, just do it stupid name <laughs> the fable why did every director ends up doing that the fable <laughs> yeah it's a fable all right <laughs> so that's what we're watching join us next week stay safe and keep it real everybody bye-bye bye the seventh reel is hosted by marvin huang michelle hassel and yusuf el bashir Logo by Joe Conti, our ad break music is composed by Yusuf Suilan, and our outro music is composed by Yahya El Bashir. Thanks for listening.